You listen here, you wheelbarrow full of wieners. Come up here and hit play. One way or another, our time has come. Yeah, we're all going to be just professional podcasters. You're going to make tons of money. You don't have to do anything but talk into a microphone. Look, you motherfuckers. I don't want a tea public, and I don't want a throne. I do this shit because I love it. WFOD begins now. the dub fod my name is mike i am joined by my good friend mr travis hulse hey uh, travis coming up after the break we are going to be talking to Raphael warner now i'll tell you he made a movie the movie is called uh lion versus the little people and i i'm fascinated travis still haven't seen the movie um uh, they didn't send you a screener? They did send me a screener, Travis. They sent me a username and password that didn't work. Uh, uh, well, what they did the first time. So this is great. Now, these, this is like a like a small uh, uh, European outfit, Travis. Sure. Uh, and they sent me the username and password, but not the link to watch the movie. And so then I talked to the guy, which lovely man, Raphael. I enjoyed talking to him. Really looking forward to seeing his movie because, I mean... It's called Lion versus the Little People, Travis. It's it's a documentary about uh, 42 Cambodian dwarves fighting a lion. Um, oh, it was, wonderful. Well, it was an internet hoax. It was made up. But this guy tricked a bunch of credible news sources into reporting it as though it was real. That's some of my favorite stuff, right? Like, I think we've discussed, haven't we discussed the, like, Kenny, the Yo-Yo King in the Midwest here before, where he tricked a bunch of morning shows to have him on uh, in anticipation of him being, like, a Yo-Yo expert, but really what he did was just, like, break down live on TV? He cried? Yeah, well, he would take, like, a cell phone call, and he would pretend it was, like, somebody saying somebody died, and he would, like, talk about, like how a bunch of bad shits happened. It, it, he ended up being, he was, uh, I believe he worked for the onion. I can't recall his name, but he is, <laughs> he, he ended up on the office and he's also on what we do in the shadows. It's the dull guy, the guy that like drains everybody's energy. I love that guy. Yeah. Colin Robinson. He, yeah. He started out by doing this. It was like a prank. He like made it through. I want to say almost a dozen Midwest morning shows that he ended up on. Uh, with the promise of him being a yo-yo king and then he like didn't 
do any tricks. He just like showed up and like caused a, a scene. So that I love that kind of shit. I guess when I when I eventually see the movie, Travis, I'm still banking on seeing this movie. Uh, it comes yeah, out in 16, so I guess I'll see it when everybody else does. Yeah, and spoiler alert, you, you've you already talked to this gentleman, and I gotta ask you, did you ask him why he didn't call it Little People V Lion? Like the Batman V Superman? Well, it looks like it went through several name changes, Travis, because if you go back, the, the M word was used, I believe, and they called it Dwarfs for a while, and now it's uh. the Little People, so I think that as time has gone on, they've been like, well... Yeah, let's go. Let's do little people, big world. Well, right? yeah, yeah, Travis. I do have several updates on uh, former things that we've been interested in. Uh, that that author guy, the unusual fellow that I found on Instagram that hasn't written any books. Yeah, he changed his name, Travis. He, he did. He isn't an author anymore. Now he's going by Rooster the Goat. I think he might be a rapper now. Is this the man who? talk shit about walmart who is this yeah the guy that was mad at walmart uh he said his he was an author but now he's rapping i have one of his raps if you want to hear it i do want to hear one of his raps my 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 name flexes her name lexus my name what my name what my name tank i boo the whole stink what i'm in the car that she can't crank yeah, that's just about as good as his uh, videos that I've heard previously. It hasn't really improved from, you know, when he was an author to now he's a rapper. But I, I, I'm here for his journey, Travis. I'm enjoying oh, he, the journey that we're going on with him. 100%. And should we figure out, like, should we place bets on what he is next? Okay, so he was an author. Author. And rapper. He was a rapper. I, somewhere in there, he was having meetings with Walmart where he was pitching them ideas. So could we entrepreneur, Travis, I guess? Entrepreneur. I would say I'd go 50-50 on entrepreneur slash influencer would be the next thing. I'm going to go with independent wrestler. I this think is a big, this is a big man, right? Yeah, he he's he's on the larger side. Uh, I, I think that he's going to adopt a uh, wrestling persona Travis, i'd go heel i think yeah it makes sense for a rooster the goat and he's gonna look straight at the camera and point and tell people that he's gonna get them ah you you damn people and i i'm the best and you all suck (laughs) something like that now uh travis also worth mentioning i have a mink update oh so if if you're keeping score at home, uh, Denmark killed all their minks, and then they realized they didn't really have any authority to do so, but they were already dead. Right. Uh, they buried them in a mass grave, and then when they started to decompose, they all rose out of the ground, and so then they had to incinerate them. Uh, well, now, Travis, apparently the minks are here. The minks are here in Oklahoma or Ohio or one of the O's, Travis. Like the the resurrected corpses of the murdered minks? This is from the Today Show. I have a clip for you. Let's hear it. 
The search is on this morning for upwards of 40,000 mink on the loose in northwest Ohio. Ohio! Animals were released from their cages at a farm in the middle of the night. Police say somebody destroyed the farm's fencing, set them free. (laughs) The mink are not dangerous, but they are advising people to keep a close eye on their poultry. What are these people laughing about? (laughs) It's not funny. (laughs) I know. These are 40,000 mink. Hoda, you bitch. Some person had a farm yeah. cultivating mink. Somebody let him out. This, ain't, this isn't funny. They're all just running free, Travis. Be on the lookout for minks around Ohio, I guess. You figure people are going to stomp them? Like what? I Don't mean, let them cough on you. Do they, uh, do they make good pets? Minks? Yeah. I think they probably stink. Well, I mean, it's no different than a ferret, I guess, right? Yeah, they have a, like a weird smell. They kind of smell like wet dog. Yeah, it, ferrets ferrets stink, but God, man, are they fun to watch. So, like, I don't, I would never have one, but I always enjoyed going to people's houses back in the day if they had a pet ferret that ran around the house because they're enjoyable to watch. Just because they, they move kind of funny and they're long. They move funny and they kind of, like, pop up and they, I mean, they, like, it's like a cross between a cat and a monkey or something, you know? It's just like a weird-ass <laughs> hybrid animal that does funny shit. Like and a- I'm actually surprised that you don't see, like, more, uh, like, Instagram reels or whatever you call it. You know what I mean? Like, okay. I, you'd think you'd see more ferrets online because they're pretty comical little animals. You'd probably find them if you were looking for them. Travis, I'll tell you, what happened the other day, I watched a couple videos of the orange-haired chick from Paramore. Oh, Haley? Yeah. And now She's Instagram wonderful. is just convinced that that's the only thing that I want to watch on Instagram. I kind of like that, though. Like, originally, I think I watched, like, uh, a couple of redhead videos, and then I would look at the search function. It would be, like, solid redheads. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but now, like, uh, you know, the suggested reels or whatever, and I'll scroll through past, like, the f- people that I actually follow... And uh, I've been stopping at recipes because I like to cook and uh, just like for ideas. And it's like, oh, oh, there's I'll watch this, see what this is. And like now uh, all of my suggested reels are just of that. It's just a bunch of random people making dips and shit. Recipes. Yeah, like That's recipes. pretty like good. Quick- I like I like a good recipe, Travis. Yeah, me too. Me too. I enjoy that. And I also accidentally stopped. Well, I didn't accidentally stop. It was very interesting. There's like uh, QB camps. Uh, posting on uh, it's like teenagers like at QB camps posting videos of how they're training these like kids to be quarterbacks and I stopped a couple of times it's like wow these fucking kids are actually really good this is amazing I I accidentally stopped on one or two and then uh, it was like half and half recipes and teenagers throwing footballs for the longest time (laughs) (laughs) I guess it's kind of great but it's also pretty terrifying yeah I mean you watch one or two videos of the lead singer of Paramore. I, I mean, you want to see other shit. And they're just like, no, it's all chick from Paramore videos yeah. forever. Yeah, it's funny. It's like, I, I think we discussed that. Uh, it was like that social media uh, documentary on Netflix where they're like, oh, yeah, if you slow down while you're scrolling, that 
algorithm knows what you just looked at for 10 seconds and will start to show you more of that to keep you. Oh, do they know how long you looked? I guess, of course they do, right? Yeah, they know exactly how long you stopped on any given post. Okay, Travis, I'm going to click on a whole bunch of ferret videos and see if ferrets infiltrate the paramour. And see if, <laughs> see if ferret. I'm just clicking on paramour. every ferret video, Travis. Just look. Every I I searched ferret, and now I'm just looking at a bunch of fucking ferrets. Oh, this one has a whole bunch. I'll just scroll through all of them. Yeah, uh, scroll through that. Do they know if I'm actually looking at it, or can I talk to you while I'm clicking on ferrets? Since we're talking about ferrets while you're watching ferret, ferret videos, ferret, 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 ferret. I. I'm I love going, ferrets and I I'm like actually, looking at them. I'm actually going to open Instagram right now and see if just because we talked about ferrets, if I see ferret videos. Oh my so, God. Uh, I'm clicking on so many of these. This is oh, there's Kate Beckinsale. Yeah. Oh, there's a court. There's some. Oh, first thing I get is four videos of teenagers throwing footballs because we talked about it. All right. <laughs> um let's see ferrets 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 there's a recipe a recipe a lot of goth gals and dogs travis oh, oh there's a got, paramour got a oh i got a santa claus riding a dog okay it, it, it'll take a little bit probably before i get the ferrets i would agree so this will have ferrets, we'll have ferrets. to update later i guess oh just saw a ferret in the snow ferret in the snow what's it doing it's jumping up isn't it yep it's jumping up and uh trying to get through snow that's much much taller than it does yeah, it yeah, does it look terrified or is it having fun it looks like it's having a good time yeah, and i watched a bunch of the office earlier so now i get a bunch of office accounts showing me videos of the office so yeah uh it, like you said it is kind of cool and also completely terrifying travis uh the this movie this uh lion versus the little people it's coming out uh december 16th on demand yeah we're gonna take a break we'll be right back Law enforcement officials are telling CNN that at least 52 bodies have been found at this site in the heart of the Gobi Desert. Lawrence here with the online backlash that is boiling over surrounding a viral video seemingly depicting a fight between a lion and 42 dwarf wrestlers. The grisly discovery of the bodies was made just yesterday in the town of Dalinzajit. I mean, you can't make this stuff up, or can you? It's time once again for the Hollywood Beat with your inside source, Drunk. And this week, Drunk talks to Dolly Parton about her new special, Magical Mountain Christmas, streaming on Peacock now. I saw it's called Magical Mountain Christmas and not Magical Mountain Holiday. Trying to start some shit, Dolly? I'm not one to cram religion down anybody's throat. I always hated that when I was growing up for somebody to just shove it down my throat. You know, you, you turn more people away than just trying to live it. There was a debate on Twitter yesterday on whether or not dudes would still bang you or not. Thoughts? You know, it was precious to me. Oh, I totally would. Who cares about the Congress? Who cares about the separation of powers? Who cares about the Constitution of the President? I'm the President of the United States. I have all of the power. I have all of the power. Yeah. I have all of the power. I have all of the power. I have all of the power. 
of the power. Once again. WFOD. Wheelbarrow full of dicks. back. Our guest tonight is the writer and director of a new documentary film called Lion vs. the Little People. You can watch it on demand December 16th. For more information, check out lionversdwarfs.com. Guys, Raphael Warner is on the program. Thank you so much for having me. It is uh, extremely cold in the UK. Yeah, it's it's pretty cold here too. It... Um, we're not We're not we're not used to uh, such extreme cold here, really. In London, but um, we're we're surviving. We are uh, also nursing terrible hangover from the World Cup. Oh, because England were eliminated yesterday, so it was a very sad evening for us. Oh, so it, it wasn't celebratory drinking. It was. No, it was uh, it was not meant to be. For us, it really is uh, sort of the pinnacle of things. But um, yeah, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I I, uh, <laughs> I, I haven't seen your movie yet. Uh, they they sent me oh, the okay. link to it uh, an hour ago. So <laughs> oh, <good. laughs> if I would have started it, I wouldn't have finished it yet. But I am excited to watch it. Uh, okay, because well, that's good. That's yeah, good. that's it, good. See, now I saw uh, one report say it took you about 10 years to make, but I also saw another one that said it took you almost 20 years to make. How, how long did it actually take you to make this movie? That, that's a very good question. Right. So the actual online article came out in, must have been 2005. So what's that? About 17 years 17 ago? years. Yeah. Jeez. So, so so since I first saw that that article, give or take, I always said one day, wow, 
I've got I've got to do something around this this story or this myth. And um as you'll find out, there is sort of a lot of uh, contention about how what's real and what's not real in the film about it. But certainly what is real is there really was this article that came out in 2005 and was picked up by a huge amount of news outlets, you know, many of which reported it as fact, as a real thing. <laughs> and I just thought it was incredible. I mean, we, we can get onto this, but um, the world has moved on a little bit. I'm not sure if uh, be very careful what you say, but around you know political correctness and 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 this sort of stuff because you know it's very sensitive area. But um, you know, for me, just this 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 incredible idea of this fight taking place in the middle of nowhere between these two incredible forces was just almost too good to to miss. So yeah, I've been I've been thinking about it. 17 years i don't know if you're what you were aware of it at the time uh in 2005 no uh, actually i didn't know about it until i saw the trailer for your movie and then i was kind of okay. looking back and i said why why would 42 human beings agree to, i i i guess then our bullshit detectors weren't quite where they are now is that why uh, it was even allowed to exist I don't know. I mean, part of the film is about the fact that actually, because there's more and more bullshit, you know, and some of it's very dangerous bullshit being pushed online. Sure. You know, who knows what to believe now? But then I, I think, and again, the person that created this original meme or article or whatever is very, very, very keen to be, um, to remain anonymous. Oh, um, so we, we I tracked him down. I tracked him down. Oh, you did. Okay. I, 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 and I and I think I think it's uh, it's fair to you know he wouldn't mind me saying that he's be, he's in the United States and he was college kid and he created this and little did he know how big this would get to the point where initially when I first sort of met him and this was like ten well I didn't meet him you know we had a communication online right. He he thought I was from like the BBC, and I wanted wanted to take him down, and you know he was in trouble. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, he didn't realize that this 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 sort of what essentially was a prank, a bet between him and a a friend. He put up this article essentially to convince a friend of his that it would you know it would become so big on the internet. Then, um, but yeah, no, he he he's gone from being a boy to a man, you know, over the 17 years. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, even that everyone sort of like, you know, it almost feels like his life has moved on from this sort of crazy childish world. Whereas I've been sort of stuck in it for 17 years, unable to move on until I made the movie. What was it about this that became such an obsession with you? I just, I just, there was just something about it at the time when I saw it, I was at film school and I was hanging out with a bunch of writers and directors, and there was one in particular. We would just talk about it endlessly, and, you know, over sort of that 17-year period, we wrote many different scripts and treatments about how we would make this movie, you know, ranging from, you know, doing a full Hollywood blockbuster 
kind of uh, epic to making it in a sort of smaller more more creative way but i just thought this 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 battle this sort of david v goliath story was just something that was was sort of too good to miss who's the david and who's the goliath cuz there's 42 of them there's so many are they the david well this uh, so you you're a, you're a, i see you you've thought about this I I, I, agree, I agree with you. I agree with you. I mean, people look at this story in different ways. When you ask it them, one of the questions that I always ask people, and some some people are really into it, other people are completely offended. But I say to them, look seriously, who would you think? What you know? Who who won this battle? What happened? And that that's you know actually you've asked me. You know you've led me maybe subconsciously to why. When I mean, once people. You know, a lot of people just say, I'm not answering the question. You know, don't, you know, serious filmmakers or serious <laughs> film people. Come on, I'm not answering, you know, I'm saying no, 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 but who would win? And once you start talking about it, you know, it's fascinating. But for me, this is, you know, the 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 lion represents the Goliath, you know, the lion. And, you know, once hopefully we get to... Uh, we get we get to see the film it will make more sense but symbolically the lion is the goliath and um the sort of the 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 wrestlers of the are the everyman but yeah no absolutely who would win there are there there are 42 yeah absolutely it's a good question so you you started off it says that you started off doing stop motion animation and stuff like that and Yes. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So are, are you still doing that or have you kind of is um I I still doing it in my head and my heart. Um the economics of stop motion certainly in the UK is very difficult. You will be pleased to know without giving away too many spoilers there is an element of stop motion um very basic animation in the movie. Um, there, there, you know, coming back to the questions before, there were a lot of times where I thought maybe I would make the whole movie in stop motion animation, but having, having sort of done it for a few years, you know, I, I made a very successful sort of 15 minute stop motion animation. And that took me two years. So to do a full film would have, would have probably killed me, but yeah, no, I mean, I, I would love to go back to it, but in the UK for adult stop motion animation, because I, I kind of would prefer to do stuff like that you would see on, you know, Adult Swim. We don't have Adult Swim in the UK yeah. or people funding that sort of thing, unless it's, yeah, a sort of, you know, we're the home of Wallace and Gromit and Shaun the Sheep. Unless it's a family friendly venture, it's very hard to get off the ground. As far as ideas, you have plenty of them. It's just a matter of getting somebody to pay for them. Absolutely. That's yeah. the one. That's the one. There's lots of... We had a movie that we wrote, actually, and tried to send out to Hollywood called Jobs in Space about a, um employ unemployment agency at the end of the universe. So, uh, yeah, that's ready to go. We just need... Uh, we just need the studios to step in. So is the... <laughs> Cambodian Midget Fighting League, is that real? Is there a Cambodian Midget Fighting League? Okay. 
This, this, there isn't. Okay. However, however, my film had, you know, if you watch the movie, you will discover that there is something else. And this is called the Macau Fighting Federation. <laughs> so the Macau Fighting Federation is a, uh, yeah, underground, um, how do we call it? Sort of franchise. So like the WWE. So is it professional wrestling? For, I mean, it's hard to call it professional because it's so okay. sort of underground and illicit, but um, it's, uh, yeah, certainly sort of quasi-professional. But yeah, in the movie, you will see the Macau Fighting Federation. Yeah, this is sports entertainment um, beyond anything that... Uh, Who's who's the king of, of of wrestling? I forget his name. The guy who invented it, uh, Vince McMahon. Yeah, he's. This is sports entertainment beyond anything Vince McMahon uh, could envisage. Um, so yeah, but yeah, no. I wish, I wish, I wish it was real, but sadly, it's not. And and the I, I assume the guy who made up the hoax, he didn't know about this. Uh, no. No, 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 no. Did he do any research at all, or did he just make a completely nonsense? He just made thing. a complete nonsense article to win a bet with his roommate at college <laughs> to persuade his roommate at college that the lion would win. So I, I again, it's, it's, it sort of seems a long time um, since since I went through it with him, and I sort of send him the odd email telling him i'm nearly there you know i've nearly made this movie and he sort of sends one back laughing um and at, yeah. at the time did he not get caught you uncovered who he was later or did they know who he yeah was no then? i don't think he i don't think he ever i don't think it was ever uncovered who he was i think you know, basically, the art he took the article down, but it sort of lived on. Oh, sure. On various servers. Um, yeah, I mean, once you take of, the genie out of the bottle. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, you know, it lives on on Snopes and other sort of meme museums. But but that's what I'm saying. So for me, again, that that uh, my film is is very much using this as the starting point, as the jumping off point point to say. Wait a minute. This wasn't a hoax. This was a cover-up. I gotta, I gotta watch this movie. You gotta watch this movie. <laughs> you gotta watch the movie, and then it will all make. I say it because it will all make sense um, once once you've seen it. But um, you know, they talk about the sort of Marvel universe. I was into the sort of you know lions versus dwarfs uh universe because i think there are other stories that can come oh yeah you know from 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 this world you know this really is uh something that could spawn all kinds of stories because you know again once you go down the route of who will win between a lion and 42 wrestling dwarfs from cambodia you can then switch that up for god knows what i recently saw when i was trying to promote this film that they've they've made uh Cocaine Bear, a movie about <laughs> Cocaine Bear, or bear, the bear that had all the cocaine. That, that movie and, looks great, um, by the way. I mean, that yeah, that looks like a, a great movie. And I was thinking, you know, I was desperately t tweeting them, trying to see if we could do a crossover franchise. But, um, yeah, they weren't, they weren't, they weren't keen. <laughs>
December sixteenth is when yes. this comes out. Yes, where it should comes I? Out. Where should I send people? Where would be the best place to? Um, it comes out on Amazon, and this is a very small release, just in the UK and the US, and you can buy it or rent it on Amazon. And then in the new year, I'm told it will be on Apple and Google and a few other of those places on. Uh, what they refer to as TVOD, which is uh, video on demand, but you you know you can buy or, or rent it. And, and you guys have a website set up as lionversedwarves.com, right? That's the one. Yeah, and, that's the one. There's all kinds of information there. And, um, you know, as I said, for the real hardcore fans of this, you can go in there and then hopefully uh, it will point you in the direction of the original myth or the original article, and then um, who knows what? Maybe we can uh, crowdfund, is my, my desire to crowdfund, to actually put on the fight in real, you know, like some sort of immersive theater. Oh, like a... Like, like a, a real wrestling contest. <laughs> that, that, you know, this is what I'm saying. I think cinema, you know, cinema's... I don't know about in the US, but in the UK, they're really struggling, you know, to get people through the doors after the pandemic. So one of the ideas I had was, yeah, for this to be like an immersive theater. So you get to watch the movie and then we put on, you know, a lion versus 42 dwarfs UFC style style match after the movie's over. Or before, I don't know. I'm not sure. Oh, Probably afterwards. Yeah, you, you. I don't think people would probably stick around to watch the movie after. after no, that, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. The, it's it, you know, yeah, that's a very the encore there. Complicated movie, but yeah, you you'd have to have one hell of a movie to uh, <laughs> to get people to stick stick around after that. Um, wow. But um, you know, this is it. It's uh, it's early days. I mean, I why I desperately wanted to have a press conference to launch the movie with a real lion. But yeah, I was told health and safety grounds. Yeah. They're probably hard to come by. Well, we had a real lion. We shot, we shot the reconstructions elements of the movie with a real lion, which almost for me was like one of the highlights of making this movie was, what was his name? uh, uh, Do you know what? That is a really good question. You don't know his name? It it was now a couple of years ago. I'm going to have to get back to you on that. It's um, probably a showbiz lion, right? You didn't just catch one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was a showbiz lion, and I need to actually get its like CV to work out what else it's been. But um, yeah, this was one of the things having wanting to make this lion for a long, a long time. This is a good story, actually. One of the the elements was finding a lion that I could shoot for a reasonable amount of time and a reasonable sort of price over a few days in the UK. And at one point, the only people who would do it were a traveling circus, but they were only available when they weren't, you know, basically touring, you know, basically that they were a Dutch traveling circus. And then, you know, basically they weren't in the UK in the right times. But we found in the UK a wonderful uh, company that provide like this guy's like the Tiger King of, of the UK. And he provides all the animals for the UK sort of movies. So, yeah, now that's a really good question about what other, you know, where else. I, he was definitely, I I remember, I was going to say when I cast the movie, when I interviewed him for the role, 
I was sent some tapes of of the lion in a car advert. So yeah, he's he's been in a lot of adverts. So this guy just shows up with a lion? No, 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 no. You have to you you know, you sort of drive outside uh London for an hour or two to the middle of nowhere to somewhere that really you would, you know, they sort of describe themselves as a, as a sort of zoo. But um again in this day and age because of sort of animal rights and, 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 and these sort of protests, they sort of hidden away. Sure. And then um you sort of make a turning off the main road and then you suddenly see zebras and camels and um yeah, they've got the lions in their enclosure and you go in, they have a sort of bespoke studio set up and um they have a uh, sort of green screen and a cage and you know, I came face to face with the lion, albeit through a cage. Um oh. I wasn't I wasn't brave enough or foolish enough to go in the cage. Yeah, I'd Only- say I'm foolish enough. If you if you can shoot it without getting in there with it, that's probably the best idea. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think so. But the, the 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 guy who was the wrangler who's been doing this for a long time, he was in there. He was in there directing the lion, which was quite something. Wow. I'm gonna watch it tonight so that I can Good. talk about Good. it intelligently before I introduce you and all that. So brilliant thank yeah. you i really appreciate it i really appreciate your time in doing this on a sunday it's uh it's getting late here so um i'm gonna go and have my dinner yeah an english sunday roast yeah watch the movie think have a have a have a think and if you've got any more questions feel free to fire them okay. over by email will do all right thanks brilliant. for your time thank man. you so much for your time take care you too bye mike see this movie yeah i'm very interested in this motion picture uh so it didn't really happen it was a hoax but uh they convinced people it really happened and now we got to know what would happen i i see now he, he brought up the david and goliath that that's what the story is it's a david and goliath story but uh, sure. what, I, what i asked him is like well, who's the Goliath? Because I would think that 42 dwarves could take a lion. They might well, lose a few. You'd think that, but just today, uh, I can't remember what social media app I was on. They were saying, oh, here is uh, Tyreek Hill uh, uh, catching a punt return with 40 teenage girl flag football players <laughs> defending and he got past did he really <laughs> every one yeah, of them oh yeah <laughs> every one of them he was so fa- they had no chance there's 40 of them the field was filled with flag football 
gals, and not one of them could touch him. <laughs> but I would say if there's 42 of them, the lion is the David, right? I mean, you're outnumbered. If you, you win, so. it's amazing. Right, like like 40 people against one person, those 40 people are not the David. They're yeah. the Goliath. I don't know. So, uh, yeah, this this movie, I, I want to see it. I, I probably It's probably going to be my pick of the week, Travis. That's why I reached out to him, because I want to see this goddamn movie. Uh, and where where will it be streaming on the sixteenth? It's on it's on it's demand. On demand. Yeah, I think it's. I think he said it's on Amazon. So uh, okay, I'll okay. I'll right. post the links when we get it because I'm probably gonna end up watching it the same way you guys do. I don't think I'm getting this fucking screener now, Travis. We already did the interview. Oh, you know, to be honest, I'll probably wait for Tubi to pick it up. <laughs> Travis, I have a pick of the week. And I think you're going to like this one. This is a good one. This one is is, is pointed straight at you, bud. Um, I love those. It's a Shudder exclusive, Travis. Ooh, baby. Uh, Christmas, bloody Christmas. Oh, I wanted that to be my pick of the week this week, but I haven't got a chance to watch it yet. You haven't yet. watched it yet? No. So uh, our good friend Jeremy Gardner is in the movie. Uh, yeah, Joe, uh, uh, Joe Begas uh, directed it's 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 kind of a, a small cameo uh he's not in it very long uh but it, it's it's a robot santa claus that was like recommissioned uh, it was like a recommissioned military weapon awesome and so the robot santa claus uh just goes on a mad killing spree and he can't be killed travis I love this. They so try much. so hard to kill him and he just can't be killed. Just from the premise of this movie, it's like <laughs> a cross between Chopping Mall and Silent Night, Deadly Night. What and was, that, imme that immediately gets my heart pumping with excitement. You remember Automation? It's kind of Automation-ish. Oh, was that what was that robot's name? Uh, Auto. Auto. Oh, of course. That movie. <laughs> fuck, Travis. I love I want to see movie. that one again. I Who was our friend that uh, directed that? Was that Gato uh, Setian? He has a new one right. coming out. It's like a big space movie. So we might have to see if he'll come back. We might have to talk to him again. I really like talking to him. And man, automation. That was fucking movie was so that good. That movie ruled. <laughs> so goddamn good. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's uh, uh, Christmas, bloody Christmas. It's a, it's a good fucking watch, Travis. So you got a week or so for uh, Christmas. You got to get that one in because that's yeah. I'm ex I'm excited. Like uh, it came out, I believe, last Friday, and uh, I really wanted to watch it, and it just like timing just hasn't worked out. So I'm a hundred percent into uh, Christmas, bloody Christmas. Mild spoiler, but worth mentioning, Travis. The film features a scene uh, where a man performs cunnilingus on a female, and then that's it. <laughs> that's just slipped in there no no i mean like he he performs the cunnilingus and I, I believe that she climaxes and then like they just go eat some ice cream like they 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 don't have any sex oh i like that uh, that's I, it was kind of sweet yeah that is sweet like hey let me let me offer you pleasure I, I don't expect anything in return and i feel like you know if we all did that with our significant others, uh, it would come back tenfold, right? You think? No, I don't <laughs> think, because I've done that plenty of times. <laughs> Do you have a pick of the week? 
Guys, the pick of the week this week is Clerks 3. Uh, finally got a chance to watch that. Uh, did, did it make you cry, Travis? Evening. No, it was close, though. I they see what happened. Those fuckers is, got me. Yeah, they it was I was close because man, how what a wonderful it was just so nice for him to wrap it up that way. The problem that I had with it was the the catalyst for the entire motion picture kind of dulled the climax of it for me. And not I don't I don't want to spoil it. You got to see Clerks 3. So it kind of dulled it. I was emotional initially and then I was emotional towards the end. There was so much that went on that I wasn't expecting. The Rosario Dawson thing, like I did I mean there was just so much that I was just like, "Oh, Jesus." You know, and but it was all of our favorite characters and, you know, our our buddy from Clerks Two turned into an extra weirdo for Clerks Three. It's just, yeah, it's uh, Clerk Clerks Three was great. I really, I really is a really was a fan. I really would think it. that the the choice that they made with uh, one of the characters would have been because you couldn't get that actor to come back, but the actor did come back. Right. So then the choice that they made is kind of like, well. That was, I think, I feel like it was purposeful just to mess with that other character, right? Like it was just like, oh, uh, yeah, God, you're constantly fucking this person over, over the course of thirty years or however much it is, and it's just like, God damn it, you know, can this person <laughs> get screwed over anymore? And I, t- I will tell you one thing, and I, I do believe I told you this uh, over instant messaging. Jay Muse's teeth were so goddamn distracting. I guess and he, I know, he got them fixed. Well, because I know he had, yeah, because I know he had like um, uh, substance abuse issues, which, you know, good for him for getting clean. Yeah. So he got his teeth fixed or whatever. But God damn, was it jarring? Yeah, they, they're over the top fixed. They're so fixed and so white and so perfect. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> woof just really kind of just takes it just it's just very distracting just i like a fucked up tooth yeah have a fucked up tooth it's fine yeah i like it yeah i i like a little like a little gap give me a little gap sure sure whatever i don't care i'll take all that all natural baby Does that make us weird travis nah we're uh realists right we don't expect perfection we expect uh people to be who they are like you remember that who will save your soul video travis oh jewel yeah perfect this is amazing perfect as is this is like the best video ever Mm-hmm. yep really enjoyed it you're not gonna beat that one no how could you who will save your soul something like that guys we did it uh, Hello. I mean, we'll, goodbye. We'll uh, we'll do it again fairly soon. Uh, yeah, yeah, probably you know, a couple days at this point, Travis. I mean, the way we're cranking this, uh, way we're cranking this show out for the people, I would assume it'll be a couple of days. The, the people, they should appreciate it. The people demand it, and we've been providing. I'm Dill Dannon.
thank you to Carl Casey from White Bat Audio for the music used in this podcast. Thanks for listening to this installment of the Wheelbarrow Full of Dicks Internet Radio Program. Our operation is 100% independent, so your support is appreciated. Tell a friend, share a link, leave a review, and be sure to subscribe, because we don't want you to miss the next one. Visit WFODshow.com for links to blogs, bits, our Discord server, and our Patreon, where you can support the show for as little as $1 per month. Thank you to our current supporters, Brian Kranz, Rabbit Poundings, and Liquid Lozenge. We will return before you know it, but we were never really gone. Take care.